0: Hey everyone! Welcome to the Inconsistent Audio Podcast, where every week sounds a little bit different depending on how we decide to record. Or
1: every two to three.
0: <laughs> or every two to three weeks, whenever we decide to record. Yeah. Uh, no, this is the Random Phantom with Brandon and Brandon. Thank you for listening. We hope that the audio, in this case, being the fact that we were doing it over Zoom, sounds okay for your car stereo. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Brandon. Hello. How are you, Brandon?
1: Yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, you know, I was, I was good. And then now I'm like, being what we're going to talk about today, I don't know if I'm going to come off as negative. I don't know if I mm. feel overly positive. I don't know. So Will you help those, me talk yeah. through
0: it. Yes, I okay. would love to. Yeah. So for anyone who maybe didn't read the read the title of the episode before you clicked on it today, we were talking about the Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad. The Suicide. We Squad. talked
1: about that five years ago. Yeah. If you want to listen in the
0: archives? And uh, it it wasn't pretty. This one might be a little different, but that's something that we're going to discuss, Brandon. It sounds like. You have similar mixed feelings as I do, and I, I, I look forward to getting into the details of that. But first, we have some fake sponsors we want to get to. Yes, please. We have two uh, sponsors today, both very penis heavy, which is uh, in line with, with our normal sponsors, I guess. Yep. <laughs> so the first one is the 4Skin fundraiser. That's F-O-R-E slash skin fundraiser it's a golfing fundraiser for uncircumcised youth you got to raise money for the uncircumcised youth I mean they are the underprivileged youth of the world
1: it's true I I can't even I can't even pretend to know what to say in response I just I feel so bad for
0: (laughs) you just feel feel overwhelmed for the need to help them yeah our second Fake sponsor today is Gobble Gobble Cock. It's a club for gay turkeys that enjoy eating chicken. It's not cannibalism. They may be gay, but they are not cannibals. So thank you, Gobble Gobble Cock. I don't know where that club is for gay turkeys. They—that's all they sent me in the email. We appreciate I this wonder, sponsorship.
1: I wonder, you know, like after I know you don't know sports talk, but you know, sometimes after you go golfing, you uh, then retire after a few hours and doing 18 holes to the clubhouse. So I wonder if after, you know, putting around and stroking for the um, foreskin fundraiser, mm-hmm. if then you can go to the gobble, gobble cock clubhouse.
0: Maybe. I mean, do, do turkeys play golf? And by the way, what is your obsession with say, uh, subway dude, I eat fresh, man. Oh, uh, yep. that's how my muscles develop. Mm. <laughs> by subway yeah
1: muscles by subway
0: (laughs) now that that is
1: out of the way um are we uh are we clear for launch on the suicide the suicide squad debate from the random fandom with brandon and brandon i think so
0: where do you want to start my friend
1: i'm gonna give my synopsis You know, I I think we both confirmed, you know, especially when listening back to some of our older stuff, we can ramble on occasion. So I purposely wrote notes. I wrote notes like later that night. So we got together, watched the movie with a few friends at my place last Friday, you know, opening night at home, thanks to HBO Max and shared accounts. I wrote down some notes later that night. I've since revisited them. So I want to be as clear and concise as possible, but at the same time, much like this movie emblematic of this movie is kind of all over the place. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, my, my synopsis is, was it better? Yes. Though I don't necessarily remember really liking it by the time the credits rolled. So a mark, a marked
0: improvement, but not a great
1: movie.
0: Yeah. It was good compared to the last suicide squad movie. But I don't know if I would consider it a good movie when comparing it to other James Gunn projects like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? So, or just in general, like, do I even think it's a good movie in general? And it's hard because I I literally had to watch it a second time because I couldn't honestly tell if I really liked the movie or not. So what was your,
1: like, kind of... You know, if we were just to give a a summary, what would that be? And then we can work out the details as to how we got there.
0: A summary of the movie plot? Or you mean a summary of my thoughts on it?
1: Yeah. What what is your takeaway? What's your, like, synopsis Mm -hmm. review?
0: So I feel like this movie was very self-aware of what it was bringing forward here. Because we all know the original Suicide Squad movie... David Ayer, right? That's the director's name. There was a lot of issues with the director's vision and with Warner Brothers and DC and too many cooks in the kitchen. And what you ended up getting was a a mess of a movie. I mean, straight up a mess of the movie. In some ways, this movie is a lot better. Like James Gunn had a cohesive vision of what he wanted to make. I'm just not sure if the totality of the movie is one that I truly appreciate. Because, in in scene by scene, I was like, "Oh, that's a cool scene. That's a cool scene. Oh, I like that moment. Or I like that joke." But as a movie, I don't think it was that good. Yes, it ha- it was.
1: I wrote this down. It felt like a two plus hour. It was a long movie mm-hmm. mashup rather than a cohesive start to finish through line with plot and characters. It was just like, it was a mashup. It, it was what it was at the end of the day. And inside of that, there were funny scenes, cool action pieces. But it, it was ultimately just like a clip show presented as a movie.
0: Yeah, I felt that same way. And, and sometimes, despite the fact that I'm saying that that James Gunn has this cohesive vision for what he wanted, I still feel like some scenes felt completely different than other scenes.
1: The Harley Quinn becomes the president's bell specifically. That just felt like it threw such a wrench in the plans movie. And it's just like, what is this?
0: But then her um, action sequence afterward with all the animated flowers and and the birds Mm -hmm. flying around Mm -hmm. and dancing. I mean, I actually, see, that's the thing. I appreciate that scene, and I totally understand his vision. The music and what you visually see are all what is happening in Harley Quinn's head. But to show it there and never anywhere else, it, it feels out of place. I yeah, like it as a scene. To have
1: another character acknowledge it. Like, like, what are you looking at? She's like, oh, you don't see all that?
0: Or something yeah. like that. Something. Yeah. That,
1: that, that would have been good. Um, A little more context, but yeah, it was just, I don't know. It just felt like a standalone thing inside of a movie that didn't really contribute to the whole of the movie. It felt like we were watching four different characters, mostly four different characters version of the story unfold. It felt like a Tarantino movie is what I also thought and wrote.
0: That's very interesting.
1: But with a comic book shade Mm -hmm. over it in that, but it never fully paid off the different diverting branching stories but didn't tie in together at the end and the timelines didn't quite match up and there was no real cohesion between the characters. It didn't really feel like they were a squad. I felt like they were just a bunch of mismatched characters, which yes, they should be, but it, it just felt like we were watching four different versions of the same action unfold, mostly from like a, a Peacemaker point of view, from a Bloodsport point of view, from a Harley Quinn point of view, and then from an everyone else, like the agents who are watching Uh, back at the control or command or whatever who were like totally nameless characters. We were just supposed to be like, Oh, they're bad.
0: But then they kind of turn out good. Yeah. And in the end, we never even hear a name
1: or anything. So it was very hard to care about them or their actions late in the movie.
0: The the two characters, the, uh, the bigger guy, and then the blonde woman who, who Who the hell are they? Well, I don't know who they are, but apparently they're sort of the handlers for Peacemaker going into the TV show that he's going to be in.
1: Yes, thank you to that Easter egg, I guess.
0: So I I like I said, I had to watch this movie a second time because I couldn't quite tell if I enjoyed it or not. I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed it while watching it and there were some scenes that I thought were really good, were directed really well. I thought there were some funny scenes. I think that the the movie played with the audience in a way that I respect, I don't know if I liked it, but I respect what he was doing. Mm -hmm. For example, the introduction of all these characters that you think are in the Suicide Squad, not only that, but they were also in the marketing of the Suicide Squad, and they're killed off within the first 10 minutes. That um, was surprising to me. and And I, like I said, I respect what James Gunn was doing and showing you right off the bat, don't get attached to anybody because people will die in this movie totally totally get that and I appreciate that I don't on the other hand feel like I thought that improved the movie because there are a lot of characters that died from the beginning that I really wish I actually would have learned more about and seen more of you know like Nathan Fillion's uh TDK the detachable kid Like, what a stupid, uh, well, I was going to say villain, but what a stupid character that is, yet him doing a character like that would have so many opportunities for funny moments. And I feel like we didn't get any. We got one.
1: It felt just like an excuse for him to put his friends and all his people that he puts in all of his movies in just for like, oh, oh, oh. and it was was almost like too cute and like a little self celebratory. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know.
0: Right, like putting Michael Rooker in there, putting his brother, Sean Gunn in on two different characters. Yeah. The Weasel and he also played Calendar Man in a small scene. How yeah. were we
1: supposed to know that was Calendar Man, by the way? I don't know. You we weren't. You just I'm... read it on the internet, right? No offense. No, no, no
0: totally. I yeah. I will be the first to admit that I did not recognize him as any other character.
1: He's just he was prisoner number five,
0: as far as I know. Right. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot of Easter eggs like that, actually, that I just didn't catch.
1: Yeah, and I felt like they, you know, if this was basically them saying, hey, this is a redo from five years ago, we're not acknowledging that one really ever happened. But here are some of the same characters. I get it. It's a different look. It's a different version. But they could have, they just zoomed over. She's like, all right, you know the drill.
0: It's like, it's the movie made it seem like, oh, we've done this before. Yeah, you're, you're. I think you're supposed to come into this feeling more like it's a sequel than a remake. I think it's a sequel oh. that is revisioned. The reason I think that is because, yes, a lot of the same characters come back, but not only that, they come back knowing each other. So when Harley Quinn and Boomerang meet, they're like, what are you doing? How'd you get back in prison, right?
1: Oh, like, okay. So
0: they were establishing that they, they did know each other from the previous movie. And I think James Gunn was using this as a way of not having to spend too much time explaining the premise.
1: Seeing the old one serves as an impetus for wanting to see this one.
0: Right. Because it makes you wish that they made a better movie in suicide squad. And then here's James Gunn going, here you go. Here's my better movie. And I do think it was better. Yeah.
1: But again, is better inherently good. And that's just the debate not wanting to be a sour lemon, but not wanting to just be like, Oh yeah, it was good. Like for instance, it's getting like 90 percentile on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Like, how do like nine out of 10 critics be like, yeah, this is good. But then again, if the criteria is, well, it's better than, and a lot of the reviews, both from users and critics, I've said is like superior to the two thousand sixteen. Like but that doesn't make it a good movie in and of itself. Right. This needs to be in a way for my mind judged solely on its own merits from the opening scene to the the roll-in of the credits and i just had a really like i just felt like i was waiting for the next funny line or the the next cool scene but in between it was just a lot of like okay okay (laughs) all right and i i felt like without being like a blanket truth it was almost like there's a formula that james gunn has to follow and he went I don't know if out of his way is the right word, but like, was King Shark just not Groot? Like, for instance, come on. Right. Just like, oh, I say three things. (laughs) Ha ha, I'm funny. And I, you know, comic relief at really weird times. And then just like, just some weird interactions and like strong female presence. And I don't know. It just felt like it was trying to fit a formula as far as like the the group dynamic of the cast.
0: Yeah, but with a rated R twist. Yeah. And just- Felt forced. I totally hear that. I, I thought the same way that Killer Shark was a, another group, but also even not very far off from Killer Croc. But that being said, if James Gunn's biggest success is, is uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, it suits him to do another team-up movie in, in a similar recipe. So I don't blame him for that. I, I, I totally get that. I, but I, I think in this situation, he used that, but then, like I said, he made a rated R twist, right? So it, he took advantage of the rated R. It was bloody and gory at times. You saw, you know, heads slicing off and, and people getting their face blown off and whatever. And um, I don't think that that necessarily made it better but I don't think it made it worse yeah I, but I can see why a lot of people would be turned off by that because it's it, it was gruesome for gruesome's sake not because it needed to be I felt like this movie was it was a comic book movie but it was definitely made for comic book fans not the larger movie audience that yeah. something like Marvel generally tries to appeal to that's the way I felt about it. And I also feel like he's totally benefiting from the fact that everybody's going to compare it to the 2016 one. And he could have taken a dump on a film reel and then press play and it would have turned out better. Yeah, so he's you're right. kind of benefiting from that. Um, so, so that being said, there were some good things and there were some bad things. Let's yeah. let, let's talk about what we did like. Cause I, I don't want to, I don't want to like shit on this movie so much that people think that it was like such a low ranking for us because I watched when I watched it a second time, I actually enjoyed it a lot more. Sure. Um, Uh, And and I would recommend you do the same because you might kind of pick up on that same thing. Okay. What was it that you liked about the movie though? Well, I, I liked the humor though
1: kind of infrequent. I thought the humor is very good. Uh, in particular, that scene in the, the the early arrival into the village was hilarious. It reminded me of Tropic Thunder, just like, oh, you, these idiots just screwed everything up.
0: Yes. You mean when they kill I, all, the, all the freedom fighters? Freedom fighters, yeah. In the most Which was, brutal
1: way. Sorry, I'm trying to be back on the negative train, but that was a very underdeveloped and undercooked idea, but that's okay. Uh, positivity, I liked Rick Flagg. I still don't understand why he is the commander of the suicide squad? Is he a con or is he just tasked with leading them? He's I never just,
0: He's not a con, no. He's just a he's a good US soldier who is tasked with leading them and then sent to his death to be on the what do you call it, the distraction sure. team first, which is crazy to me. Why would you send Rick, I don't know. That was a weird I don't want to say plot hole, but kind of like one of those things where I'm just like, how is, why would anybody ever do that? If you're going to send a bunch of villains to literally go die just to create a distraction, why would you send the one guy no, who's he was a, on the B who team? The
1: no, he was on the B team. He wasn't on that helicopter beachfront yes, he D Yes, he was. No. He was like,
0: I just want, I want, yes, he was.
1: Oh, he you're was right. He was. Captured.
0: He, he was Kevin Quinn. You're right. Okay. Well, by the Freedom Fighters, and that's where that whole rescue mission came from. Because only he and Harley right. Quinn survived.
1: Okay, my my fault. No worries. Uh, I I thought he was a great character. Um, I, I like that guy, that Joel Kinnaman. I just feel like whether he's main or co-star, and he has a certain attraction to him. You know, you just notice him. Uh, he's good
0: actor. Just admit it.
1: Yeah. No, he's good-looking dude. Yeah, uh, I thought John yeah. Cena
0: Oh, I sorry, uh, John- just to touch on him real quick uh, I, I think he's really good as a serious actor Wait, You're
1: accusing me of finding him attractive and yet you want to touch on him <laughs> Yes, okay,
0: good okay. point Appreciate. Let's see I, I, I just wanted to point out that I think he's a really good serious actor that we've seen him in certain things like um, Altered Carbon, for example, but he's also got some good comedy chops Yes, Go on. I, agree. Well, I didn't mean to interrupt No, not at
1: all I did think this was a star making performance for, uh, for John Cena. Mm-hmm. I would say this is the biggest movie I've seen him in. Not to say like F9, which was big global box officer, some of these other things, but I thought he really stepped into this role. Mm-hmm. Uh, be excited to see what the series is like though. I don't see a lot of promise to it based on just the fact that he's just a man with a gun, but
0: yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, he's still a I, badass with a gun. I yeah. mean, Punisher, well, Punisher was just a guy with a gun, and that series was badass.
1: Yeah, but we at least got a little bit of his backstory. So at least we'll hopefully get to see some of this guy's backstory through the, uh, his standalone series. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Idris Elba and pretty much everything he does, even if it's like not my favorite movie or like let's just face it, a shitty movie sometimes. He's always good.
0: Right even if it's like the dark tower or something like that exactly uh, <laughs> yeah. was blood sport just like
1: basically them saying hey will smith didn't want to come back so we're not doing Deadshot or Deathstroke
0: or <sighs> dead shot or death stroke or was shot but same backstory he's doing exactly it for same his backstory. daughter so. i thought that was a weak. that that, give that did feel pretty give him something new it just that's something that a lot of people point out it's like the exact same story for the only black guy on the team. It's just yeah. Except for Killer Croc. I guess he was watched B E T.
1: Another thing that was good was I thought the action, though kind of a little too infrequent for my liking, was good when it was there.
0: I did think that the um visual effects were really good. I oh, thought sure. And I I I actually really like that they decided to go with such a Unique but weird villain, star of the Conqueror, who is, you know, that's a villain in the comics. Uh, fought the Justice League. Just like before this movie, though,
1: be honest, that... you didn't know about that before this movie, though. Be honest.
0: No, uh, well, actually, I did know him as a character a little bit, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I've never read a comic book with him.
1: All right, more power to you.
0: Um, but it's it's one of those, you know, if you were to choose the one of the most random characters to put in an actual movie and somebody says star of the conqueror, you'd be like, yeah, that would be weird. Wouldn't that be hard to do? And then James Gunn did it. And he did it pretty well. I think in that case, when it comes to the big bad ending scene, I actually thought that was pretty good that. And then I thought the comedy was both a positive and a negative. Like there were some jokes that I was like, that is a good joke. Like the Milton thing. That uh, freedom fighter NPC guy. <laughs> yeah. That kinda, was, yeah, I thought that was really done really well, but then so many of the other jokes or what were meant to be jokes, I didn't think were very funny. I also think that a lot of the times where James Gunn was trying to shock the audience, I think that he yeah. was doing it in a comedic way but it didn't, it wasn't actually funny. It was more okay. just shocking than funny.
1: Back on the positivity train, though. Come on.
0: Okay. Well, and then I will say last thing I think every single person was cast very well. Very mm. well. I mean, there's not a single person. The polka dot man I could do without, and same with the thinker. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. The thinker specifically the thinker i'm like are you bringing him in just to get some of that nerd audience from doctor who because it doesn't really work yeah Yeah, that could have been anybody didn't have to be him it didn't have to be him and it didn't honestly have to be somebody with all those knobs in his head it just seemed like you're introducing another character by a name actor yeah really pan out to much of anything that was my opinion i've Seen other things where people loved him in that role, but I don't know. Yeah. What about the cons? I mean, I know we mentioned some, but are there some that you, like, I think there are too many characters overall.
1: Yes, uh, I did not like the beginning. I thought that was kind of disingenuous and it felt like just like a filmmaker trying to flex his muscles a little bit. Um, just like, haha. You know, you recognize these famous people, but they're gone in 10 seconds. Yeah. Was it shocking? Yes. But it's like, wait, hold on. I want to know who those people were. You know, at least why should I care that they're gone? Why should I care that Pete Davidson, who I never know what his character's name was or what their power was, even when he was in a, a, you know, a three days earlier scene. What's what's the connection? It's not shocking for any reason just other than the visual. Like, oh, this guy just got like D-Dade right in the face. Who cares? And the, the chick who is like Cheetah's sister who brings down the helicopter, why, why do I care? I, I don't know them. So actually, I thought that was kind of a, a... Not a low point, but I thought that was weak. I really did. I, I didn't care for that. Um, the ending took forever, it felt like, <laughs> from the time they're in that tower, which is holding the starfish. And how was the starfish inside that tower? I'm sorry, I, that didn't make sense.
0: And it I thought make- that was... a.
1: Okay. And I, I honestly didn't like that choice for like the the overarching threat of a villain. I would have rather been like a, a rogue Superman like they're going to do in the game or something like that. Or the fact you just something like cooler or more worth the the threat just than something that sends out a bunch of little drones that just become head suckers. It was like just being weird for the sake of being weird. It actually would just never felt like there was a, a connection from the mission to the payoff. You know what I mean?
0: I will admit though that I appreciate James Gunn and whoever else was writing this. I appreciate that they were willing to go away from the standard like comic book movie script. You know, no beam in the sky, weird villains, and and kind of fighting among the team near the end. Literally, people, you know, Peacemaker kills uh, Flag at the end.
1: He and was that, a double agent, basically, yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, I, I appreciate some of that complexity. And I think that the characters obviously add to the complexity where you, they're not stereotypical heroes. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I, you know, I, as you can sense, I, I have this apprehension to say too much more because I, I still enjoyed both times when I watched it. If I were to have to watch it tonight again, I know I would enjoy watching it, but I still have, I feel like there are decisions that were made that James Gunn said, wouldn't that be cool? And somebody said, yeah, that would. And then when you put it on film, it kind of takes away from it.
1: Yeah. And Um, that's
0: kind of where I feel right now.
1: it, It feels like no idea was objected to. Just like, yeah, sure. Completely, do what you want. I don't know that for a fact, but that's just what it feels like. I feel very neutral about this movie, and that's kind of how I felt. That's like reflective of the movie. Like a lot of times, it was just running idle until the next action piece or funny joke or something like that. There was just a lot of downtime in between the memorable parts, and for me, the memorable parts just weren't there with any frequency. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I never felt like an emotional payoff, like to this movie. Like, oh, cool, the dude's going to get his daughter back. Or, oh, no, Rick Flagg died or something like that. I, I Just ultimately. But then again, these are all very minor characters. Right. In the grand scheme of things. So apropos, I suppose. But,
0: yeah. I'm sure they'll make a second one. If they can get him, get James Gunn again. I know he's going to be back with Marvel and Disney and doing that stuff. But uh i i feel like there's a lot of buzz around this movie so probably gonna be getting a sequel soon yeah okay well i think that wraps it up let's just end with our overall like ranking like
1: i I, I rank it one of the dc movies from warner brothers
0: i mean a ranking out of 10
1: wouldn't that be a rating more than a ranking Okay, fine, yes. I rank this a 7 out of 10. It was good.
0: You know, and I will say, we have talked a lot of negativity for a 7 out of 10. I, w- I wanted more for it, though. I think that's where I'm at, too. Yeah. I would I- also put it exactly at a 7. I think I would have put it at a 6 if on my first viewing, and then on, upon my second viewing tended to appreciate some of the weirdness of it a little bit more, bumping it closer to a seven.
1: I was, just, I was just honestly waiting at the end for someone just to wake up out of a dream, like, oh, that was the weirdest thing because it was just so weird. Well,
0: as we, not, uh,
1: go ahead, sorry. I was just gonna say, I still, granted, I know this year has been impacted by many of things, but I just haven't really watched a movie where I'm just like, yeah, I'm not gonna, Soon forget this or I can't wait to watch that again I, w- I would say the best movie I've seen So far this year uh, Was A Quiet Place Part 2 which what I implore You to f- sniff that out uh, It was really good Yeah, But I'm just still waiting for the the one movie This year to knock my socks off uh, We're only a few weeks away from, uh, from Shang-Chi which is funny because i had been saying Shang-Chi Or Shang-Chi But I just saw a new preview today TV commercial and it, it was very clear It's Shang so Really? I wanna- by their own commercial, yes. Shangxi. chi Okay. So I, didn't I, I definitely am looking forward to that. Not trying to put, you know, too much hype on it or pressure on it to deliver what I still haven't really gotten from any other move this year. But I don't know. I just was hoping for more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think shang actually just on that same. Song. I just said Shang. Shangxi. chi shang I'm, I'm really looking forward to, and I hope this is the way they go with it. I'm looking forward to a more Kung Fu focused Marvel movie, you know, yeah. like a slightly different genre within a genre. I love that idea. All oh, right. Like Iron Fist. Yeah. Mm. Iron Fist was so good. It really was. And the Defenders. Oh, so good. Well, okay. So that's our ranking. I would say for those. Rating. Rating. Who-
1: don't rank by number well you do but not in this situation anyways no
0: no i I hear you that's our rating sevens across the board i think it's actually worth seeing if you did see it and you totally disagree with us let us know on our on our socials which we'll give you at the end of the podcast but before we do that brandon i I know we didn't talk about this and 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 no preparation at all. but uh, lay it on me i have a i have a awesome quote in
1: geek history i want to play well that's funny because I have a shadow of the synopsis for you. Do you mind if I go okay. first?
0: No, go ahead. Let's do that.
1: All right. It's the shadow of the synopsis. I hope you and the listeners get this. Here we go. Okay. A Muslim ambassador is exiled from his homeland and finds himself in the company of Vikings. While the behavior of the Norsemen initially offends him, the more cultured outsider grows to respect the tough, if a little bit unsavory warriors. During their travels together, the exiled Muslim and the Vikings get word of an evil presence that is closing in, and they must fight the frightening and formidable force which was previously thought to only exist in
0: legend. I think I know this. It's not
1: too tricky.
0: Is it the 13th warrior?
1: It is nice job
0: yeah antonio banderas i remember that movie
1: i I will say without any hesitation that's probably my favorite antonio banderas movie Hmm. people were like what desperado i'm like "Eh."
0: desperate i I was about to say desperado would be mine i love that movie oh well that
1: would be my second favorite so 1a 1b it's not a competition or was it are we keeping track of how many times i wonder how many times if we Like when our podcast is finally done, or one of us accidentally dies, or something like that. Um, I wonder if we go back and listen, how many times one was offered up to the other, and what our ratios are. I think I'm probably a little higher, but not by (sighs)
0: Sorry, couldn't hold it.
1: (laughs) Continue. What was I saying? I don't even think you were paying attention before that sneeze. If I'm being honest, something about ratios being higher.
0: No rankings.
1: I was talking about the rankings because they're all. No, i think i rank a little higher than you if we were to say okay this is how many yeah, uh, shadow the synopsis brandon jewel served up brandon green and what's their success ratio i think i'm a little higher but not by much but it doesn't matter because it's just for fun right and speaking of fun brandon yep there's your cue to be like oh i have the Geek oh. awesome history okay hold on I'm oh i have an awesome quote in this.
0: geek history so the awesome quote is from a movie that I feel like is something that I, I didn't appreciate when I first saw it. Saw it a second time, thought you know that's a pretty funny movie. Saw it a third time, thought this movie's awesome. Probably saw Wait, it.
1: time. Four- talking- Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah, the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, not the first. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Big Lebowski, not not Big Lebowski. That's the old one. Uh,
1: just kidding. But the James Gunn remake was.
0: <laughs> yeah the big lebowski uh is such it's one of my favorite movies now but it takes multiple viewings in my opinion to appreciate it and this is uh one of my favorite quotes from the big lebowski that wasn't her toe dude
1: whose toe was it walter the fuck should i know i do know that nothing about it indicates the nail polish walter fine dude As if it's impossible to get some nail polish, apply it to someone else's toe. Someone else? Where the fuck? Are they going to get- You want a toe?
0: I can get you a toe. Believe me. There are ways, dude. You don't want to know about it, believe me. Yeah, but Walter- Hell, I can get you a toe by three o'clock this afternoon with nail
1: polish. It's
0: fucking (laughs) amateur. Walter. All right, I think that's it for us for the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Let's tell these people how they can get a hold of us.
1: We're on Twitter, Uh, if you are too. Let our forces combine for good at random fandom wbb or you
0: can email us of course at random fandom at gmail.com thank you for being a fan of our fandom and stay geeky everyone